0: Hello and welcome to the Lisa Luce Show. My goal here is to help you achieve energy, joy, and fun over 40. We'll be challenging the status quo and aging and choosing growing up over getting old. We'll be talking confidence, health, fitness, mindset, all the things to ensure you are living your best years ever. By the way, you can find me across social media at Lisa Lou Fitness where I show up as your dancing BFF. All right, I hope you're ready. I am so glad you're here. Friend, welcome to today's episode. I've had a lot of the same question over the past year in particular, and I guess it's because as I've gotten closer to 50, maybe so of a lot of others, or they're just in a very similar phase of life. And the question is, what motivates you to keep going? And I believe that question comes because there's a certain point, I always look at 40 as really this time period where even if you don't feel like, okay, your best years are behind you, which so many women do, it's a very heavy decade. 40s are heavy your kids they're getting older by the end of your 40s you may be an empty nester or darn close your parents are getting older it can just be a really stressful decade plus your hormones are changing plus you know add in any other stressors that may be going on with your own health or other people's health or your parents health it can just be a heavy decade So when I get the question, what motivates you to keep going when maybe things are just hard and you just don't feel like it, my answer is always the same. I decided decades ago that I wanted to be the shift in my family's legacy. I'll go into more depth in another episode about just my story, my health history, my family health history, my autoimmune conditions, and all the things. I'll do that on another episode, but let's just say I was not playing with a clean slate, (laughs) Um, medically speaking, when it comes to family history in particular. And not just family history medically, but lifestyle. I was following some of the same patterns that had been chosen from others in my family, who were not living as independently as they should at too young an age and you know what i just decided my kids are not going to take care of me too early they are not going to be forced to take care of me because i chose to quit taking care of myself now if i get hurt if i have you know something happen that just is a random act that's different i'm talking about being an unnecessary burden on my children way before it's time. And so for me, the answer to that question, what motivates me to keep going? I guess I could say my kids and myself. I feel like I'm worth that. I know that I'm worth that. I know that I'm worth every single year that I've been given by God here on this earth. I want to feel good. I want to serve others. And I can't serve if I'm feeling sick and tired and fatigued and achy and cranky and all the things and inflamed, right, because of the choices I've made. So that is really a core value of mine. And it always has been. It's been a driving force. It's been a driving force behind any time I've had an ailment come up, what can I do to help fix this. We can't fix everything in the world, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of things that we can do to sh- when we shift our lifestyle, when we shift what we're consuming, when we maybe take extra supplements to help offset something that we have. Research, research, research. Being my own, own help advocate. That's been a really big deal for me because I want to be as healthy and robust as I can be for as long as I can. So, You know, I had put on my Instagram stories a little while back that I had just gone grocery shopping for my mom. She lives uh, just a few doors down from me, right down the street. I had gone grocery shopping for her and, you know, had brought them to her house and just happened to put up a poll. I said, you know, it's an honor to take care of your parents. Um, Do you take care of a family member? Do you help a family member? And I put that in my polls and a ton of people answered the polls, but what was really interesting was all the DMs I got over this one topic, some were saying, you know, yeah, you know, I have to take care of my mom, and I, I I, feel bad, but I just, I don't want to, and I had others saying, oh, I've been taking care of my father for, you know, a decade, and it is just such a joy and a pleasure, like it was all over the place, but it really invited some interesting conversation, and this one, this one conversation that I had in particular, a lady messaged, and she said, you know, My father is in his 70s, and my family and I are going skiing soon, and he's coming with us. He skis still in his 70s. He bikes. He's just an incredibly active, vibrant man in his 70s, which is amazing. She said, my mom, on the other hand, they're they're divorced, but my mom is in her 60s, and we're having to take care of her because of her lifestyle choices, because she has basically chosen to eat whatever she wants, not make movement a part of her life, and her body is breaking down so fast, and we're having to rearrange our lives to take care of her in her 60s because of choices she made. I want to put a pin in that for just a moment. I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying. We're talking about choices we make that have consequences not only for us, but for our family, for others who then need to become our caretakers because of the choices we've made. I am not talking about coming down with a cancer, coming down with, you know, getting hit by a car. I'm not talking about life circumstances. I'm talking about life choices, okay? All right, unpin. I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So, this was a a real tug for her because she was struggling. She was struggling because she saw at least a decade separating her mom and her dad, and her dad living this vibrant life because he never chose to slow down, and he actually cared about his health. And because he cared, that was a way for him to love on his family. Hey, look, you're not taking care of me in my 70s because I didn't make good choices. I'm actually coming with you to go skiing. How cool is that? And we just really have a lot to learn from this story. And it's why I love the conversations in my DMs because I love to get to know people. I love to understand their stories. I love to understand kind of human psychology, what makes us tick and I'm always fascinated with our perception of life and health and all the other things. So, you know, this, this gal, what she did was she just really kind of opened up to me about that struggle she was having and how blessed she was and how thankful she was to have her father so vigorous and then how uh, just really kind of a burden it was to be taking care of her mom way before they had ever planned on it. So here is what I want to say about all this. What can we learn? What can we glean from this? Well, number one, we have a choice in how we age. I want that to just sink in for a moment. I think a lot of us assume age will happen to us and so we're waiting on it. We're waiting on the other shoe to drop or our hip starts hurting. So, oh, it's because of age. Age is happening to me. Instead of being proactive and kind of reverse engineering it and saying, how can I age more slowly? Well, in order to age more slowly, I need to make sure that I am staying active, that I am being careful about what I put in my body, that I am moving my body throughout the day, that I am staying in community with people. This is another thing that you've seen, I've seen, you may have experienced firsthand. This may even be you. If you pull away from community, those who isolate really struggle oftentimes with depression, And I've seen this in my family. I can speak firsthand about depression, actually for a long time, because I lived with that for so long in family members that I know that the moment you unplug, something starts to break down inside. The moment you say, I really don't need people. I really don't want people. Maybe you've been hurt. You know, maybe whatever the situation is, the fact is, when we pull back, we, we tend to to kind of deteriorate emotionally. And once we start deteriorating emotionally, well, physically, it's just that everything else is right behind it. So that's another thing we can do to age more slowly is to ensure that we are staying plugged into a community and not only a community. I've talked about this on another episode but an active community. I guarantee you that that sweet girl's daddy who's in his 70s has people that he hangs out with that are active. It may just be his daughter and her family. Great, they're active, but I guarantee you, he is not the only person in his life, you know, again, maybe maybe it is just his daughter and her family, I don't believe it though. I'd love to actually go back and ask her. I bet he has people that he hangs out with that want to age well and are active. I I talk about tennis every now and then and how I'm just getting started with tennis lessons. I've been playing off and on about a year and a half, but, but what I love about it is seeing people on the court in their 80s. I've seen people on the court, I don't know, I didn't ask their age. Some of them look like they're in their 90s, but it can be a lifestyle sport. How are they still playing? Well, number one, they probably never slowed down, or if they did, they decided to pick up the pace again and get themselves moving. Number two, they're surrounded by other people who are active. It's huge. So let's bring it all home. What can we do to age more slowly? What can we do to grow up feeling amazing and break any legacy in our family where we are not going to place a burden unnecessarily way too soon on our own children? What can we do? We can look to our lifestyle. We can be intentional. You will hear the word intentional in probably every single episode that you ever hear me talking about, that you ever hear me doing, simply because it takes intention. It doesn't just fall on us. It doesn't just happen to us, health and good nutrition and movement. It doesn't happen to us. We have to go after it. We have to be intentional. We have to decide that we are going to set ourselves up for success and have a plan in place. So movement, eating well, community. If you have faith, making sure you're plugged into that faith. It's very important for so many of us who have a spiritual journey to really, really stay plugged in and not to be separated from that faith. Just be intentional, Break the cycle, stop the legacy, and you get to choose. You get to choose. I get to choose how I grow up, how I age, and I choose that my children, if they ever have to take care of me, they will be doing it because my body's just done, not because I decided, you know what? I'm just kind of done taking care of myself. They've got me. It'll be fine that's, that's not going to be my children's future. Absolutely not. That's a decision. That's a commitment that I've had for decades. And it's a commitment I hope you will make as well. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was encouraging. I hope it was inspiring. I hope it got you thinking. That's my goal here. I just just wanna get you thinking about things maybe that you haven't before, or maybe you thought, gosh, this is where things are and there's no way out. There's always a way out. There's always a way forward. We just have to be intentional and thoughtful about what that looks like and research and find a way forward. It's out there. All right, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything. If you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here, and I will see you next time.